0: Heavy Cardboard is brought to you by the great folks over at Gamesurplus.com, bringing the world of board games to you. Heavy Cardboard Episode 84, Laboring and Gaming. Coming to you from the infirmary that apparently is Denver, Colorado, welcome to Heavy Cardboard where we talk medium and heavy strategy board games, war games, 18xx, and other related topics in a board gaming hobby. We're your hosts, I'm Edward.
1: And I'm Amanda.
0: How am I still sick? I don't know. Or sick again, or... I think
1: it's more sick again than anything. Do you? I I do. I
0: really, I wonder whether, because I felt fine for a few days, and I've just... I feel like a truck has just run me over. I am just run down. I'm still my, literally, okay, maybe not literally, but figuratively, it feels like Davis is sitting on my chest. Oh, goodness. And I've been... Coffee and uh, miserable. So just, I this think sucks. Man. I think
1: you got over the con crud, and then you went and played poker. And I think somebody sneezed on you or something there. Well, that and you got it. I, I don't know if it just made it worse. You weren't completely over it, and it made it worse or, or what? But I thought I was. This is diff. This feels like a different sickness. To me, just the way that you're acting than the first time.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Oddly, though, we're still able to get quite a bit of gaming in because even though I'm hacking, you know, and coughing left and right and, you know, I'm weak on my feet, I'm fine if I'm sitting down or right. laying and down. So we actually went to beacon uh, slash Conclave of Gamers, which is a local con mm-hmm. for us here in Denver. Yep. Plus, it's run by some friends of ours, Sean Brown and our buddy Chad, who lives in our neighborhood and so we wanted to go and support them even though maybe not feeling the best but whatever you do what you got to do for friends right neither one
1: of us were up really up to speed and but um but we went anyway and I, and, you stayed. Blessed. Yeah, you stayed a lot longer than I did. You are much more of a trooper than me. I came home and stayed in bed for the rest of the day because
0: allergies were killing you.
1: Oh my gosh! I want. I still want to claw my face off, but I'm not going to because everybody keeps telling me not to, which I'm not quite sure why. Because I would feel better.
0: But I don't think it would. No, just, no, <laughs> please, no. That said. Uh, it was a really good time. I got a chance to see Mark Street from Board Game Corner. Yeah. Uh, I, I met Richard Launius, the designer of Arkham Horror and Eldritch Horror and all these others. And we had actually a pretty cool little conversation about how, you know, he appreciates what it is that we do for the hobby. And I appreciate what he's done for the yeah, hobby and his designing, even though obviously his games are don't interest us at all. There are plenty of folks out there who love his games Mm -hmm. and the hobby is better for it. And I think that's amazing. How awesome is this hobby to where he enjoys a lot of theme and a lot of luck, which he told me. Yep, And he says, obviously, that's not so much where you guys come in.
1: I just think it's awesome that Though that, that much of a polar opposite of people, you know, like what they like and everything, it's still the same hobby. It's still, yeah it's we, so really we, it's we still so cool.
0: share a love for this hobby, yeah. even though it falls in in a different spectrum within the yep. hobby, right? One in, or niche within.
1: <laughs> right. One side's on the red side of the spectrum, the other side's on the purple side of the spectrum.
0: Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Uh we uh got to see a bunch of friends uh Locals, obviously, yeah. who it—it's funny. will travel to different cons around the world
1: and stay with the same people, or—or
0: or, or not just. Well, I'm more or less just see folks like Chris or whoever. Just all yeah. the all these locals that we'll see at various cons. Hey, good thing we traveled all the exactly. way around the country because we to... literally.
1: I mean, there's definitely people that live here that we we just don't see them except at BGG Con, which is like wait, what?
0: Yeah, well, why don't we see you more often? Exactly. That's weird. So we got a lot of gaming in while we were there, and then the following day, uh, there's a house con, yes. I think is a good way to put it, it is. right? It's
1: just some friends getting together to play.
0: Yeah, our buddy Dave puts us on on Labor Day, and what we call the Texas crew, the guys who run the board game group they uh, on Facebook, they came, they come up, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Mo, Lyndon, and Brian, and it's always fantastic yep. to be able to hang out with the fellas, and just...
1: We go down for a day. Dave cooks, and we just hang out all day and smoke some
0: killer brisket. Oh, yes, that was fantastic.
1: With his wife made baked beans with Dave's own cured bacon.
0: Dude, best baked beans I've ever had in my life.
1: Amazing, bar none. Yes, yes, just
0: really good. It was missing my barbecue sauce.
1: It was, but that those baked beans. Kind
0: of killer. Uh, almost kind of like almost could make like a, a sauce for the brisket with the baked you beans. You could. You, you, you eat a bite, a bite of the brisket <laughs> along with the baked beans. Yeah.
1: We could sell the baked beans and the barbecue sauce. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: totally. So talking about all these games that we've been playing lately, there's, I mean, everything from No Caboose, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, as well as Mini Rails, Time of Crisis, a couple of games that we played at uh, TatankaCom, which is the house con. Yes. Uh, the cost or the asbestos game for it li- working title, right. the prototype. I
1: like the cost.
0: Uh, Pacific Typhoon, uh, Confucius.
1: I played a Age of Steam Sicily map while you were playing Confucius. How would you like that? It was Because pretty... that's a
0: three-player only map that it came out winsome, from the Winsome, yeah. right?
1: And I am notorious for... Just losing horribly at an Age of Steam game the first time I played, especially. But I don't know what I don't know what it was about this one. But I just I steamrolled everybody. Brian had max shares. Like I want to say there were still three turns left. So
0: not good, Brian. Not he good. Was,
1: he was having some trouble. Whew, but that's that's me normally, you know, on a first play of an Age of Steam map. But
0: congratulations. I, why?
1: Thank you. It was really one. It's funny. The it's not um production it's protection because you're in sicily so So, um, exactly so the only way you can move make you an offer (laughs) you can't refuse um so if you you the only way you can take black cubes out of towns is if you have protection to be able to take those and deliver which is
0: that special action right yeah cool cool so you enjoyed interesting i did Yeah, yeah yeah good All right, so let's go ahead and roll into it. I see no reason not to. You want to talk a little bit about uh, a couple of the games that we wanted to highlight?
1: Sure. We'll talk about the cost first. That's the newest game from the board game group, guys. Um, They have quite a few under their belt, and this is the newest one. It is about asbestos farming and mining.
0: Or asbestos mining, right? Because it's a naturally occurring... Which I didn't didn't know this until...
1: I I thought it was like... like,
0: it's insulation that That's, you yeah. can't use anymore because it will kill you. I mean, you, have, I just, you, you see the mesothelioma yes. commercials, right? I, I
1: just pictured like the pink panther insulation. That's what I think asbestos is. I don't know why. I'm sure it's not, but
0: but it's pretty interesting that this is actually a, a natural occurring thing that mm-hmm. that you countries mine. Yes. In. So
1: in the cost, you base you are a, a company of your own, and you go to different countries around the world there's four of them on the map and you mine the asbestos you transport it over the rail that you you buy and build you export it via your ports or you you can also refine it in that same you know in the in the same country or in a different country you can do all of these things safely and pay a lot of money or unsafely and you kill a worker
0: Which it's represented by a dead canary that there's actually a benefit, a cost benefit for your country or for your corporation Mm -hmm. because safety is expensive. PPE, protective personal protective equipment is expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have to do it and it helps your bottom line, then why should you? However, every time you kill workers, it drops.
1: It reduces demand. It
0: reduces demand. And then eventually the... Country gets completely regulated and that country is no longer available. All the infrastructure that you and other players have built up has been completely closed off. And that whole quarter of the board is no longer available for players' actions. So all that time, money, and everything that you've invested in this country... It's gone. It's gone. It's just wiped off the board it, because it's regulated. Mm-hmm. OK, this uh this asbestos is no longer uh it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. So the country says the government says, no, no, yeah, no, no more of that.
1: We don't want any more of that.
0: And so I dig not only is this a heavy euro that requires just a ton of planning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, it also has this cost benefit analysis that you yeah. have to do with this really dark theme I mean it's
1: it's macabre for sure
0: but it's also realistic yep. because these countries or these corporations that go into second and third world countries that that try and take advantage of this I think it's a fascinating idea and you know me mm-hmm. I love these offbeat quirky yeah. dark however you want to uh, phrase it these themes and yeah I I got utterly destroyed in this game. And I
1: was the destroyer.
0: Yeah, Amanda being on her, just, you were on fire.
1: Yeah. What is it with me and these logistic games that are like bad material? Like what? opium? <laughs> Asbestos? <laughs>
0: but yeah, uh, obviously it's only a prototype, so we don't want to go too, too no. much into this. I just want to say, obviously these guys are our friends. And they know that we're going to give them constructive yeah. feedback, which we did yeah. during playing it. I mean, it's a prototype, right. right? However, the bones there and the majority of the game...
1: It's got good bones. Really yeah, good
0: bones. I'm really excited at mm-hmm. the idea of hopefully this, you know, they're able to bring this to a publisher and get this out on the market because I not only dig the theme, but I, I love the the long-term planning, the logistics, and the mitigation uh, the tactical mitigation that you have to do based on what actions are available to you mm-hmm. I, uh, during your turn. It's, so yeah. we'll talk about it more if and when more comes of it. But yeah, definitely really enjoyed yes, the cost. very much. Which also, got to say, I do dig the name. I really like the name. The cost. Is it a human cost or mm-hmm. is it, it yeah, very, very clever? Mm-hmm. Well done, fellas. Well done.
1: Yes. I don't know if it's nationwide, but it's definitely Colorado, Texas area. There's one law firm that handles a lot of mesothelioma cases it's james sokoloff law firm so brian and i were joking the whole time that the game was brought to you by james sokoloff
0: that that's dark and darkly fight macabre fi- yes dark Ma- comedy right that's kind of <laughs>
1: that's kind of what me and brian do
0: Yep yeah, right yeah. as you do
1: yeah so at wbc you played pacific typhoon
0: hate that game whatever <laughs> i'm just bitter we, that i had a chance to make the w the world board game championship final
1: but my point my, is
0: damn die rolls
1: the Eulers, and this game and die rolls we don't get along in this game
0: that's all right i i made up for it earlier today in time of crisis okay, good. so that was good
1: there's good okay i i had the chance to well, hold on.
0: Give give folks a little little context on the game before you you a. Hey.
1: Before I complain.
0: Hold hold on. You just talked about having one in the cost, having steamrolled you know, in Age of Steam.
1: I lose so often that whenever I no. do, okay, no,
0: you don't. No, no, mm-hmm. you you win your share. So I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Hush.
1: Mm-hmm. Pacific Typhoon is a. Trick-taking World War II game, <laughs> which sounds funny. <laughs> it
0: that was part of the appeal to yeah. me because it's such a wait what?
1: Yeah, exactly. But you you're presented with two events. It's two battles that you you the, the active player chooses which one you want to battle, which one you want to do. You choose whether you're going to fight day or night, whether you're going to fight air, surface, or sea, or combined even and those are the big battles and then what year you're going to fight it in that's on the card itself
0: which is uh, on the actual mm-hmm. battle card itself yeah. and it's all trick taking right it's yeah. all victory points based on what cards you win
1: you're either japan or the the allies
0: everybody has a hand of cards mm-hmm. in which everyone's going to play one or possibly multiple right. cards depending on-, on what what cards you're going to play or what if cards can chain off of one right. another And then at that point, players play in turn order, and you're either playing on the side of the IJN, the Imperial Japanese Navy, or the allies. And players play one, like I said, one or multiple cards, and then whoever has the higher strength value of the battle, whether it's the IJN Mm -hmm. or the allies, that's who wins that battle. Mm -hmm. Whoever played the highest strength value on the winning side takes all the spoils which the spoils are all the all the cards from the losing side, and then they get to hand out evenly mm-hmm. all the spoils. So, Including
1: the event you played.
0: Correct. The the battle card itself, which can be as many as maybe seven, eight points. Mm-hmm. And so Here, I have to hand these out. Okay, there's three of us that were on the winning side. Here, Amanda, you get a zero-point card. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here, Brian, you get a one-point card. I'll keep the seven-point card. Oh, there's a fourth card? Well, I can't distribute this evenly, so I get to choose who this goes to? Oh, me. I'll take it. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of politicking that can go on. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, if I'm last, all right, I got some really good IJN cards that I could... I could probably jump in on the IJN side if I need some help though, anybody willing to help me. And right. so you not really negotiation, but kind no, of No, but just table talk. Yeah, politicking. Now this game plays, I think it's three to seven. Um, I think ideally it's probably four to seven. Mm-hmm. I will say that I really enjoyed our play of it again. Yes. However, playing at seven players, in which six of the players are not or are first time players, maybe maybe not the ideal situation.
1: It took like two and a half hours. It,
0: which is way longer than it ever should take.
1: It wasn't miserable though. No, it was no, no. Fun. No,
0: absolutely it was. And I it sounds like we turned a bunch of people onto yep. the game, which is cool. The good news here, Pacific Typhoon, out of print. Yes. Yeah. The first edition, which this is based off of, which is Atlantic Storm, way out of print. Yes. However, there is a second edition of Pacific Typhoon, a reimagining kind of mm-hmm. or, or reimplementation yeah. of the game, is coming out either later this year or early twenty eighteen from Lock and Low Publishing. Mm-hmm. So you can always go back to the WBC Diary, Daily Diaries, mm-hmm. and listen to me giving a pretty thorough rundown yeah. on what you talked ha-
1: to, yeah, you talked about it really I a think lot. So. Yeah.
0: So now go ahead and whine.
1: Okay. All right, whining shall commence now. So there's two stories that I want to tell. The first one is I got the atom bomb in my hand, which is one of the cards that you can play to fight the event. Okay, so I I held on to that card, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited to the perfect opportunity. Because
0: you had that early on in the game, yeah, right? very
1: early. So I played it out. I was going to just massacre and get all these cards, and then Ash played this card where it flipped the the um what, time of day the time of right? day to where it made it to where anything that was played in the original time of day was negated
0: which that is a day card so now it's now in, in illegal play <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so i had to take all of my cards up and just discard them I, whoa is you yeah it was a, it was a sad state of affairs
0: because it would have got, it would have won you provided you you had an 80% chance or so of it getting you about 5 points
1: yeah yeah
0: so the second one mm-hmm. I'll tell it from my point of view if you don't mind sure. and then you can whine okay. okay the allies had a massive advantage whereas the IJN you guys had four die rolls between you that you needed 15 points to be able to uh, tie or uh, to tie mm-hmm. sixteen to win mm-hmm. the battle, and it was for a ton of points because yep. everybody else ganged up on you and Mo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Amanda has two die rolls. She rolls box Boom. cars. Box cars. What?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So twelve of the fifteen needed. Uh, I'm sorry, you needed sixteen to tie, seventeen to win. All Mo had to do was roll four. Two and two, one and three, or higher. And what did he roll?
1: I don't, I just saw a one.
0: Yep, he rolled three. <laughs> so you guys still lost by one. It would have been a massive point swing. So what's the what have we learned here?
1: The Eulers do not do well with dice rolls for uh, when other people are rolling the dice. In my case, in your case, when you roll the dice.
0: Or, or just Pacific Typhoon is terrible. Or, or second thing learned... Don't give Mo the dice. Yeah.
1: And Dave, so, Dave lives out in the country and he likes to keep the windows open. Whenever Mo rolled those dice, I think it's possible that the llamas down the street heard me scream.
0: <laughs> the ones that yell at the passing the cars. The ones that yell
1: at the passing cars, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. It just, I was so mad but hey
0: but overall did you enjoy Pacific typhoon
1: yeah and you know as much as I hated the losing bits of that it makes for such a good story and it made for a lot of enjoyment of the game just in general just the irritation and the oh my, I, like I haven't felt like oh my gosh die roll in right
0: a stand-up die yes, roll right
1: in a very long time and I did then it was it was just fun
0: good I'm glad to hear it So that was pretty much the end of TatankaCon, and then, uh, yeah, and then I laid in bed all day the next day, because I've been sick since. Yes. Boo. All right, so we got something different for y'all. We had a great group of folks this week, and after Labor Day weekend, we figured... You know, since we played so much together, Mm -hmm. why not have them join us on the show, right? Yeah. So the next segment, it was me. And me. And Tony. Mm -hmm. And Kliker. Yeah. And we actually talked about a couple of games. We talked about No Caboose and talked about Mini Rails after having played them at least once, if not a few times between us over the course of the weekend. So we thought we would go ahead and give y'all all of our... Initial impressions Mm -hmm. or maybe final impressions as it were on some of those games. So hope you all enjoy it. All right, so here we are, just finished our live stream of mini rails. Mm -hmm. And figure since we got you guys together, I mean how often do we get a chance to have V Tony back? Oh my. Oh my. (laughs) So it's myself, Edward, obviously. Amanda and Tony. And Matt. All right. So Matt being Clicker right? Cliker, um, So because of the conventions that we recently attended, whether that's uh slash uh, Conclave of Gamers, which is a local con here in Denver, or Amanda and I also uh, hit up uh, TatankaCon, yes. which is a house con that a friend of ours puts on, um, we figure, you know, we've gotten a lot of first looks of mm-hmm. new games and figure, yeah. why not? Let's touch base on a, a whole bunch of these, right? Sure. So you want to go and lead off, T?
2: Uh sure. See, so we, ju- we just we um, just played mini rails, as you mentioned. You wanted to start. That, yeah, I think right? that'd be a great one. Uh, super clever game, man. It really two decisions. It's crazy. That, that's all how, got? It's,
1: it's amazing how much complexity you can get in two freaking decisions. Up
2: here complexity. Yes. I'm pointing to my head. Yes. Right.
0: But see, now here's my thing though. Anytime there is a game that is this simple, which again, you have two decisions, right? So it's not complex mechanically, right? Anytime there's a game that is boiled down to this core one, just real simple thing. I always am scared whenever I play this and I really enjoy it because I'm worried that, wow, this is super clever. But do I get lost in the cleverness and maybe there's something here in the game that... There's actually a, a one strategy that is dominant that I just can't see through the cleverness, mm-hmm. and I feel like an idiot. Oh, I should have seen that. So, I'm not saying that's the case here, but I that's don't, always yeah. my fear,
1: especially with this game. I don't think that there could be honestly something that you can do every single time because the board changes every single game.
3: Well, that and the investments in the order well, of and the, the, investments. the turn order right there's so much of the game is on the turn order yeah. track yeah. and and uh, as you make your decisions i want that color disc but i don't want to be my next turn happening so so front loaded you know mm-hmm. i, I right. need to go, i need the hammer i need to move right. it. so it's it's yeah a lot of complexity it's not
1: just what disc what color disc you want it's also yeah. where do you want when to when do play? i want to go next turn next turn yeah.
2: and we're we're tossing around the word complexity so let's be clear that this is the heavy cardboard, thinky filler category, Correct. and it's kind of SNCF weight. Yeah, the, it's,
0: it's definitely very low on I, I, literally two choices. You either invest in, a, in a, right. a track or in a stock, or you use that same disc to lay track. Right. That's it. That literally is your only decision. But the things that you're taking into account is both uh, the current share value, plus who else has invested mm-hmm. in it, plus what actions are available to the other players. Have they already invested to where they can't invest and right. they must lay track next time? So within those two decisions, there's a whole lot to look at around the board and things to keep mm-hmm.
2: track
3: in mm-hmm. your head.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, in those two very simple actions, they managed to pack in some good decisions with all the things going on. And uh, in what, like an hour's playing time?
0: Oh God, no, not even. I would say off the stream, off the stream, Half an twenty hour. minutes, yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. say probably thirty yeah. minutes in a four-player. Mm-hmm. Maybe another five, a little six longer than minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we played it at five, and it was definitely tighter.
0: Oh yeah. It definitely does. It scales because of the fact that the discs, uh how many discs are available uh at the in within the bag that randomly are pulled each round, those get changed based on player count. The map itself doesn't change outside of with three players, you have three discs that are pre-seated on the board for each company. But other than that, um it's definitely more constricted yeah, at five, for sure, and um, maybe a little bit more chaotic because yeah. you have more actions in between your actions potentially. Mm-hmm. But I, I played it at four and five and enjoy the game at both.
3: Yeah, th- th- this um, this was my uh, my fourth time playing the game, and um, uh, what was interesting is um, I spent more time looking at what the other players were doing. Right, th- th- you know, after you agonize over your decisions you have to factor into that Well, okay what what actions do they have left because it's conceivable because of the way the turn order works that maybe Tony has two actions left after I take mine so what is he gonna do or he only has one so I know what he has to do and uh, it's, it's uh that, that adds a whole nother uh, layer of, uh, of uh, to the game so yeah. as, as sweater
0: it. Mike likes to say not only play your own game but you're having to play everybody yes. else's game as well it's
3: true
2: mm-hmm. Terrific game.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely um I'll be honest. I mean, I, I'd feel comfortable saying this is a phenomenal thinky filler. Yeah. This is this yeah. is one that I would say for within the scope of what the game is, mm-hmm. it has the potential to be a six, I feel like, oh, for wow. for a filler within the scope of what it is.
2: Sure. Um okay. Yeah, I could, I, I me could me it's going to be trending like five wise. Okay. All yeah. right. That's fine um, Time will tell that could be a six sure mm-hmm. you know. Right, but that's still a, for an initial rating of five or
0: a six Yeah, it's yeah, pretty that's good pretty strong that's after handful yeah.
3: plays. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five
1: For sure five. Yeah, okay. I don't think it could be a six, but definitely a five.
0: I think for what it is It's it's again. It's so simple. It's quick setup. It's quick tear down boom, you're up and playing in two minutes. This would
1: definitely be a good contender for um, like a, a, a gameplay streak that you're tired, you don't really want to play really anything too mm-hmm. difficult, but you can play mini rails in half an hour. As long as and you, I
0: mean, because mini rails plays three to right. five, as long as you have three folks mm-hmm. available, then yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, exactly, right. I think so, good yeah, call. Very cool. All right, so that is mini rails mm-hmm. by Mark
2: Garretts and Moa Ideas so you guys want to talk about no caboose uh yeah well we should okay amanda have you played it
1: i have played it i played it with matt with uh ash and edward okay when we learned we were learning the yeah, game Yeah, it was a learning game. and day. we didn't yeah, yeah. play so, the whole thing so right. kind so of
0: <laughs> later on that so we played that early at Beacon, right and then later on both uh in fact all three of us had played it and we were like We played at three players, so only half of the companies are available in the game. Mm, Uh, All six share shares are available, but only three actually lay track on the board. So we felt like it was a little constricted.
1: That seemed a little weird.
0: It did. um, And so after that, when Amanda had to leave because she wasn't feeling well, Mm -hmm. Ash and I both jumped in uh, and we were like, you know, I definitely want to play this again. Uh, as soon as possible to be able to get a better feel for it, play with four or five. Right. And that's where I was like, hey, we had some time. You guys want to try this? And y'all were like, sure, we'll give it a try. Yeah, so it was
2: me and you and Kleiker and Ash, right? And Ash, yep. Yep. Yeah, um, the game did not leave a positive impression on me.
0: And I don't think it really left a positive impression on any of us in hindsight.
1: I know it didn't with me. Okay. Um, I am not a fan of those cards.
0: Should we give some context first? I feel like uh, so in No Caboose, uh, players are working more or less as investors of stock companies, or uh, for train companies, in which they're going to be investing in laying track in In the eastern United States, Mm -hmm. right, to benefit these train companies. And Mm -hmm. so at the beginning of the round, it doesn't benefit the companies at all. That's laying
3: track. That's the issue.
0: In theor- Okay, The the a, as the flavor text says, yeah. in which you're going to be laying track for these companies to benefit these companies. So the actual mechanics of the game, you're going to start out to where you're going to get dealt, uh, depending on player count, let's assume four players, six cards per player. You're going to, from a number of different area decks that represent the different regions. And you
1: get to choose which ones you want.
0: And you get to choose, I want three in the Mid-Atlantic, I want two in the Southeast, however mix you want. Of those six cards, you get to keep one of them. They're going to show the route that's possible between two areas, mm-hmm. and uh, companies must continue. Uh, it must be continue contiguous track for a company in which you choose to lay. You're going to get paid uh, in a share as well as cash for in for building this track and investing in this company, helping this company. Then at that point, then we're going to. We build the track after everybody has drafted. We pass the, the decks around. And then after that, you're going to actually build the track. Then after that, there's going to be a random...
2: Well, when you, when you build track, you're going to get one, maybe two shares of, of one or two companies even, and a little bit of cash. Right. Yeah. And
0: then with that cash, you're going to then invest right. further into these six companies that are in the game. After every, you can buy and sell shares just like normal. One player does all their actions, then it goes on to the next player. Then at that point, you're going to roll a die uh, based on the market forecast. Yes, there's an economic climate card. Mm -hmm. Which you're going to roll, and the climate will change or stay the same depending on the current existing climate, whether or not it tends favorable or
2: tends negative. It's a six-sided roll, and it's weighted into the different categories.
0: There's a deck of cards which depending on what the economic environment is will dictate on this random draw what will happen both as far as dividends Mm -hmm. as well as the actual share price. So there are six companies, you're gonna draw six cards and flip them over one at a time. This happens to B&O, this happens to the pen, this happens to this one, so on and so forth for Mm -hmm. all six.
3: It it creates the variability within the market for each individual company. Mm -hmm. Correct.
0: And then after that, you pass the first player or the priority deal if you wish. Yeah. And then do that until either uh, one, uh, both, I believe it's Chicago and St. Louis. St. Louis are connected via rail, or if two of the companies are, have laid all their track. Correct. So that's, that's where it goes. I'll be
2: honest, we haven't made it that far in either game. Yeah. So this game builds itself. As a serious game, quote unquote, of cutthroat railroad building and stock manipulation, quote unquote. Those are those are from the box and the BGG materials, right? As well as the rulebook, right? right. And um, since my departure from heavy cardboard, I play games of all weights. And this game is still not to my tastes, and and that's because of its random features, coupled with its length, right? Those two things just just don't work for me. And I don't mean this bad against the the authors of the game because they're they're probably wonderful people, I'm sure, right? This is about this is an opinion on some art. But at the same time, I think what you
0: say is 100% spot on. The amount of randomness that is involved in this game when you match it to the game length doesn't doesn't okay.
2: match. It's it fly, it, they're inverse of one another. The point of me wanting to talk about no caboose is that if there's another person besides me out there, and I'm sure there are, that are lovers of cutthroat serious games that are cutthroat rail building and market manipulation, I want them to share. I want them to know of my experience. Which I think people I want to hear that absolutely. You know the the drafting of the cards that you mentioned. Um, There's no tension in that. You see, there's there's no um, engines being built here. And so there's nothing for me. I'm tactically drafting a card, and I'm looking at a lot of cards to pick one in so doing because I'm just looking to lay a rail somewhere in a company that whose share I might want for some reason. More on that in a second, right? Um, so th- So I can't look at what Amanda has in front of her You know, and say, well, I can't let her have this card, right? There's no hate drafting. There's no, I really need that card for my engine. There's no tension in the draft at all. And there's no planning for the future. You can't hold a card back like, okay, I want to be able
1: to build this later, so I'm going to
0: build to this. Yeah, you
1: have to do it immediately. And the problem that that I ran into specifically when we were playing just three players is there were multiple times when I could not draft a card because nothing could be built. And all of the ones that I received, I could That's not gross. do anything. Well,
3: and, and the inverse happened to me. There were several rounds where, in the starting hand, I got the card I wanted. I put it down. I passed the cards, and there was no card I was going to get that, that was, was gonna going to change, change my mm-hmm. mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So it it was a lot of work for a single card that you know that that really in most most cases was an obvious choice. That there there was this idea though that I could. Um, Maybe gamble a little bit and keep a card that couldn't currently be connected, with the idea that somebody else Mm -hmm. might connect that. But it's such a risk, Mm -hmm. and there's Um, such
2: a small payoff for actually benefiting. Such a small payoff. This is a two or three hour game, and the draft was about fifty percent of our time, I'd say, right, Mm -hmm. for no decision. Yeah. No, and
0: honestly, towards the end of our first game, what we or our second game, what we ended up doing is just, you know what, pick your six cards draft one out of that and boom done right. and
2: all of a sudden
1: oh okay yeah that fine. might that might be better yeah
2: I that's what was. we found yeah. it was contributing to the lack of tension in the draft is that when you lay a stick for a railroad it it doesn't really uh, do anything for that railroad other than earn you a stock of the color of stick that is right so a railroad any railroad is just as good as any other railroad. If, there, if this railroad has a very small network, or if this railroad has a very large network, there's no difference with those companies. Those companies don't have a president, so it's not like, oh, Edward's running this company, and he's an experienced player, that company's probably gonna be pretty good, versus this is Matt's first time that company might struggle a little bit. There's, there's no tension in the companies, <laughs> right? With,
3: with one exception, and that is, uh, as you increase the amount of rail that a company has, it makes it harder to affect the stock price because if a company has eight rails, you would have to play. Yeah. What is it? You uh, have
0: to purchase eight shares. Eight, eight shares max to buy.
3: increase it, yeah. which actually, to me, seemed counterintuitive because the more successful the rail is, right? In other words, in our game, there was there was a company that had that, that had two rails. And that seemed to be the big power company that people were vying for because it was very easy to manipulate Mm -hmm. the stock up and down.
2: I'm going to take offense at the word manipulation because um, for most of that stock chart, the the value, the manipulation is this, when I buy or sell that max value, I'm going to change the price of the shares by $1 or $2. It does become $5 later and stuff like that, but we actually didn't have a stock go up that high. No, It was always $1 or $2. And the only time it mattered, and I think if, if, as actually you, I wanted I had twenty dollars <laughs> and I wanted to buy two blues at ten dollars, but you did making it go to eleven, yeah and now you can't buy it. that is not manipulation. manipulation fair enough, okay <laughs> <laughs> you, you, let me rephrase
3: okay. it, you affect it
2: yes, to some perhaps yes right, but that is not manipulation right, right yeah um, so the the Economic climate card and then those cards that you were describing Edward that you turn over to see what happens to the companies right like um, This plays into again. There's no difference between the companies, you know So first of all the economic climate will be randomly determined for example, we were in uh, What we're in we were in a boom there's a 50% chance of a panic Cool. I'm going to sell down some stock here to minimize that risk, right? Sure. The, which makes total sense. Hey, if it goes right? into panic, things might go down. I can rebuild my portfolio potentially next time. I right. Because cash. You, now you're flush right. with cash. Put some money the, in the And the, the stock
0: is cheaper. Sure.
2: Well, Matt really outplayed me because he rolled a six, and we stayed in a boom, and I was ruined, and he was not. Because, and I laughed. Yes. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> Those aren't decisions, right? And then when you flip over those cards, it's it's like, okay, cool. This company is going to pay one, two, three dollars per share dividend. For, per dividend, it's right. going to go up zero, one, four. It's going to go down two, four. It's just completely, completely random. My, the stock isn't going down because of the that actions. company's outlook. Right. right is not right. Like oh my God, Chad runs that company, I, and he's only got a two train. I need to sell everything. Right, right. there's a, there's a panic
0: because right. there's no faith in the in the actual right. company or leadership. It,
3: or it was affected by the gameplay in some way. Right, there's no correlation to what's going to happen now. I, I, the market thing didn't bother me quite as much oh, as I you did because it. they they did have there was a trend to it, so you could see. That, you know, in a good market, right. it, it would trend a particular way. The thing that was a bummer was that how it affected, so you knew as a whole there were a greater chance that the market would go one way or the other based right. on the trend, but the differential between the, the individual stocks was completely absent. You have yes. no way to know, you know. NNW
2: but, is going to be worth more than C&O. Right, CNO, right. Like, it's like, completely arbitrary. Yes, yeah. And it's not a trend, it's a probability. Yeah. Right. And the die still has all six faces. On sure. It, you know, and to me I liken it to, and I've never been in this position, thank God. But like an infantryman, when you're being shelled, hiding behind one rock is just as good as hiding behind another rock, because you don't know where the shells are gonna land. Right. If they're shelling over there, I'll move over here. Well, they can still shell over here, right? It's just there's no rhyme or reason to the investment. And so yes. um that really, really, really Rub me the wrong way, yeah. and I—I and I think it did all yeah. of us honestly.
0: It? The fact that you want your decisions to be meaningful and to yeah. affect the game state, and it—it it, that was that was
2: absent. I, Monopoly's I, a roll and move. Mm-hmm. This is invest and roll.
1: Yeah, and and I would think that my main issue with the game is that I don't want to spend hours. If this was twenty minutes, okay. I don't want to spend two hours yeah. and my entire portfolio gets smashed because a panic happened or because we stayed in a no. boom like with you. You are
2: absolutely right. If this was a 20 minute game,
1: let's play it. Yeah. Totally. Two hours? But,
2: okay, so here is. Three? Yeah, right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Which it says two to three hours. Yeah. Yeah, it, in, we, in the materials, it says that lasts two to three hours.
0: So, okay, since we're doing a direct comparison, just in, in not a direct comparison, but the fact that we're talking about two completely unrelated games. But here in the same show, we have mini-rails plays in roughly half an hour, whereas this plays in two to three hours. The fact that even if that played in 30 minutes, I don't see a purpose in playing the game where my decisions don't directly affect... No anything mm-hmm. that actually happens within the game so what what are we doing it's an activity like,
2: i feel like at that point it's more like a family game you play with your mom see no
0: and i i take i take umbrage with that because of the fact that you can play something like a mini rails with non-gamers and there be meaningful decisions yeah. that affect the actual sure. game state whereas in this it's this is this is more akin to the mass market games that were available back in the day, whereas I understand what they were trying to do, the fact that you don't have perfect information and you can't completely control the stock market, but at the same time, I feel like my decisions had no impact on any of that. So I would much rather play with, you know, whether it be someone's mom or whatever, yeah. something where their, their decisions have impact. Yeah. Little devils.
2: Um, which I play with my mom. <laughs> she loves it, and she's good at it. So graphically, the game, I put it at a winsome level because some things are even a little bit above the winsome level, but some things are below the winsome level graphically. And when you combine that with, this game has a price of $67.99. I just think that's um, ridiculous. There's a, Labor, love, and components notwithstanding, there's $0 of game in the box. I have a hard time attributing
0: value. What is valuable to one person sure. is not to another. A $100 game is fine to someone. That is outrageous to someone else. So
2: would I pay that amount of money for this game? The answer is no. Right. For that amount of money, I expect something to happen between my ears.
0: And there wasn't enough here.
2: Right. 100% agree. Rating-wise, this is a heavy cardboard scale of 1. 1. Burn it with fire, please God! Don't even sell this game to somebody else.
3: A uh, one.
1: Yeah, a one.
2: And yeah, I, it's it's it's
0: just not it's not what we look for in games. It's not a us. It's a mm-hmm. game. No, I feel like the game has some serious shortcomings here, and completely across the board, cannot recommend No Caboose. All right, so Tony, you got a chance to check out the newest edition of Modern Art. I did,
2: sir. It's pretty recently released. I think so. Yeah, yeah. by Simon uh, Clumini or not, and um, it's a fantastic edition of the game. I think it's the best legal edition. Mm-hmm. Of, okay, of modern art. So, because there were bootlegs,
0: like in there's like a Brazilian one. Well, these might be legal. I, mean, I don't know. They, they. I'm sure they Maybe. are. But they're just different, published in different countries, sure. right? I, I'm sure it's legal. So, what makes
2: this new Simon version of modern art? <gasps> it,
0: well, number one, it
2: is modern art. It's not stamps because it's not modern fillety it's modern art <laughs> yeah but the stamps edition i stay are want,
0: cool <laughs> i still want that version of this game oh. so if anybody listening we do. have a copy of stamps our, our,
1: our p.o box is in you know on our, our website there you
2: go right on <laughs> the the artwork in this copy in this edition is fabulous man like it blows the mayfair edition away well okay it really really now does. artwork is subjective Again, yes, that's my opinion of the artwork, but I do like modern art. The Wait. art. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> as well as the game. All right. Uh the cards, the cards are big. They're bigger than tarot size. So you're not going to be able to sleeve them. I mm. Guess. No, that's fine. Whatever. But they're really high quality and they look great standing on the easel. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so really So the, the game comes with an easel? Oh no. But, you know, Michaels or whatever, you grab your easel for a buck and it's good. So, I have easels in my copy of the game. And uh, the money chits are good because they're—I would say they're about an inch long and maybe five eighths or three quarters high, which is good because you know there's blind bidding in the game, so you have to be able to put some chits in that's, your hand. Yeah,
1: that's a good idea. But yeah. they're
2: really—they're heavy cardboard. They're really thick. They're. they're I would much think it'd thicker. be
1: easier to hold like bars instead of coins. Yes. Makes sense. That so makes they, sense So they too. really
2: work well for the for the blind bidding. And uh, yeah, so I think that uh, you know, for me, Modern Art's a six on the heavy cardboard scale, <laughs> and I think that the uh, production value of the Seamon edition honors that six. Wow, it's really really good. Nice. You should All check right. it out if you if you're looking for the game.
0: Cool Modern Art by C- uh Cool Mini or Not or Seamon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed both the gaming and the post game chat with everybody.
0: Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it as yeah. well, and. You know, we you you see we pull no punches, as it were, mm-hmm. on all of that. All right, so the next segment was from our post game roundtable discussion with me, Tony, Ash, and Kleiker from our game of Time of Crisis earlier today. So hope you all enjoy it.
2: All right, so. Post game chat. Let's. Oh, well, uh, you're the emperor. Go ahead. Uh, well, <laughs> sort of. And then you're the pretender, Matt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this is a blast. This is uh, very much a warro, right? It's yeah. it's it's as much Euro as it is war game mm-hmm. in that it's a uh, it, it has a lot of deck building involved trashing cards keeping a lean deck yeah. if you want to do that type thing etc cetera, etc cetera.
4: and you should
0: but for four players for what realistically is going to be a three three and a half hour war game fantastic this was a blast oh, yeah. I, I had an absolute mm-hmm. obviously the company helps having the peanut gallery involved helps yeah, yeah. but we played this together uh, Tuesday the four of us we played the short yeah. game yeah. And it was phenomenal It was just as fun, yeah. And we got to obviously see a little bit more with the Pretenders and everything else, because more time, you get more time to do that. Um, I I thoroughly am enjoying this. But then again, I have roots in wargaming, so I'm inclined to want to enjoy this. Plus, it's Ancient Rome, which I am a... Huge fan of. Yeah. And this this was the most tumultuous period in the history of Rome.
4: It's when Rome should have ended, right. as you were saying.
3: So, yeah. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it uh, across the board. So, Pretender? So, um, yeah. This is a blast. This is my second play. The first play was the short version. Uh, I much prefer the long version. Oh, I agree. Um, because, it's the full Because, game. yeah, you, you do get to the see. The short's just for learning. Well, I uh, yeah. Or a short by time the time period. you get sure. to the end of the short is really when... Things People really start, start to, start to turn I mean, green. We had yeah. a, we had definitely yeah. a turn where <laughs> things went chaotic. Oh, People yeah. started going all over the place. Um, repeated attempts to unseat Syria—they failed. <laughs> um, <I laughs> we don't talk <laughs> about that. Yeah, I, I yeah. will yeah. tell you though that, that despite <laughs> the presence of dice, right, and and everybody saw how I rolled. I mean, I still we were all tight. We still yeah. hung in there. The exploding die. All, all, it does is it creates a little tension and a little yeah uh, uh, insecurity about the result. But but
2: it nothing gi- is crippling. Gives you opportunities to push your luck, like I did. It here. does, Correct. it does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so
0: otherwise, it's a, it's a uh, foregone uh, conclusion. It yeah. is because yeah. I have th- two cards. Yeah. I need three dice. I can't win. Whereas the exploding die
3: right. brings I, that in. I hit. love the deck building element of being able to choose my cards. A lot of deck builders. You, you build your deck to, right. and then you shuffle them, right? But here I definitely get to so so it, it's much more um uh determined that way. I also like the fact that your how you build your deck doesn't come from within the deck, right? The the deck building points are a separate phase. Yeah.
2: Right? So you're not burning action points on, on that piece of it. So yeah, yeah I like it. That's cool. Uh Let's see. First of all, the combat system. I, I like this combat system because it is slightly weighted, obviously. Um, and it's important in the game, but it's simple and clean, and it doesn't take center stage. Yeah. Which is important because what belongs in the center stage, I think, is the political system mm-hmm. and, and the deck building and using these cards and the points that are on them to... Control empires or not, or provinces or not. If, if you're red, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I did pretty good for having uh holding on to it. I, or, was, I
0: was amazed that you were able yeah. to score as well as you did, yeah. and
2: you skipped two scoring rounds essentially. Mm-hmm. I the, pointed out at one point when you didn't have any, I said, and yet you're still the leader. Yeah, the, yeah. Leader. <laughs> yeah. the um, you know so you know for a guy like me, you know, it's like there's a lot of randomness in this game, right? So like you're you're rolling on the crisis table. Some barbarians may come out. They may or may not affect you and there's events that get played and things like that but um i don't mind them in this game because as you can see they do cause little temporary problems but not big problems like that none of that's going to derail you right um and there's a great chance that uh it's gonna those things are going to affect everybody during the course of the game and i i categorize that as the fifth player effect Right, mm, it's like another sure. player really yeah. just doing some things in the empire, and I think that's also important to the game because you can't just focus on the other players. You do right. have to, um, you know, mind your uh, your back door and stuff like that too. So, uh, yeah, I think it's
4: um, I think it's a fabulous game. At the risk of sounding li- sounding like a broken record, no, no, I'm really enjoying yeah. this game. Yeah, um, I really enjoy how uh, you can kind of. Plan out your first couple of turns with the way you select your cards. I like how there's a delay in getting the cards you've purchased from discard back into your hand. And the dire need to, I mean, there's a pile of ones over here. Y'all can't see it, but the cards we've burned, uh, probably some people, most of their starting deck. And the need to keep a lean, what to me is effectively a lean command structure within... Uh, your political apparatus and your military apparatus. You have I have two, two cards. Two left. Left. of my
2: nine yeah. remaining. Most Performing yeah. well. And you did win. Um, right. But trashing is expensive at three points. Oh sure, it is. You better. Yeah. Not
0: when you're the emperor. Yeah, yeah. That, that gives you so many points. That's a quick way to go ahead sure. and burn or do like what I had thought about was getting the pretender card because I figure I'm going to get unseated early.
4: Yeah. Right. Um, I really enjoy how kind of swingy the game can be. You know, I. I was thinking about earlier, in this game, you have to take risks to get ahead and know that someone's going to capitalize on the weak points you leave behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the the kind of tumultuous nature of the game uh, that, that those aspects create. Um, you, you, you can't... You can't protect everything no right? you
3: exactly. cannot. You know right? you move to Galatia somebody's going to move into Syria right. Right? you move to defend Syria
2: somebody's going to move into Egypt right exactly I mean, it's just uh, um, <coughs> yeah it's good let me uh, let me paraphrase Kelly in two different ways here okay number one is is there a color that's more or less useful than another color do you think
0: I don't think so because I feel like you need to do
2: you everything right so okay so take the blue that's how you're
0: going to get your governors out you, you yep. have to have that and right? recruit more right Your red, well, if you're going to either fight Barbarians or try and weaken your opponents, you need red cards. And then for yellow, to be able to boost your support, you have to be able to do that with yellow cards. So I feel like, I I mean, obviously it's three plays, so it is one a little bit... I feel like they're all needed. I agree. Now, I yeah. can't
2: speak to the special abilities. Well, I feel like that could be situational. Like, I felt like my yellow cards were not as valuable to me as my blue and my uh, red. Be- you
4: can't raise po- be- support in be- be- provinces <laughs> you don't I, have.
2: I, the most provinces I ever controlled was three, and then I only controlled really two and one for right. a lot of the game. So I really, what, what I really was using my blue and red for is, like, being military, go around and do things, earn some <laughs> points... And in, in, you know, and then be able to use my military to then use my blue cards and just be like a whack a mole for you guys. Yeah, you know, To try popping to just popping up keep, here, popping up there. Right. Yep. But I did feel like my yellow cards were less valuable because of my circumstances. So then Kelly's other thing, the other paraphrases. Do you think there's a or um, any of those more or less? valuable, you think? Like, for example, I think the Tribune is exceedingly valuable to t- turn over... Yes. It right?
0: stalls barbarians. So, right.
2: It Again, it depends on your strategy, right? Yeah, so, it depends so, on your
0: circumstances.
3: So I did, I, I did the opposite of what Edward did, right? I focused on military. I mean, my next... I had almost 11 points Jeez. of military. I couldn't get to it because the game is this, right? But, but to me, I mean, there's seven points sitting there in the Nomads. Yep. Right? There's four points sitting here. I mean, that's... Sure. You know, you get to take that that's a lot of points.
0: I I feel like the quaester and the Castro weren't used to great efficiency this this game but that doesn't mean they're not useful.
3: Right. Yeah, right. So the quaester did protect me on a vote. yeah, It did right. once. That's true. And, and playing my... I don't know. I could ask you. I, I know you were going to
2: invade one of my
3: areas. Oh, yeah. I in your I,
4: caster there protected Egypt for so, you. Right. Now, so, I mean, so Tony putting their, his quester in Spain protected him. Some I was of their down. value
2: is hidden. Because sure. I did that or my caster here... Other it, things happened. happened. Right.
4: That's, yeah, so that's how what I'm you, saying. Yeah, right? I didn't give value I didn't the
2: get to the security Exactly. So, yeah. Overall, an Ui says, like, I like that you always have to be prepared in the spirit of plan better. So yeah, it's like, I need to pick the cards right now that I need to play after you jerks are done after thrashing, thrashing my is. stuff, exactly. potentially. Right? Now,
0: and on top of that, if you keep an area, if you keep an area uh, undefended, you're taking a risk by not supporting this, mm-hmm. and well, you should have planned better if, for the horde yeah. that may come and invade, right? Unless you
2: intended to not support
0: it. Uh, fair yeah. point.
2: Yeah. But but my, which I did a couple times.
0: But but that was an intentional decision. Yes. That wasn't
3: a, oh, well, the dice screwed me, and, and, oh, well. And that's right. the one thing about turn order, having just gone fourth, right? Mm-hmm. You get to pick first, but who cares? But having mm-hmm. three people ahead of you roll the event <laughs> die, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough, right? Because because by especially the time it especially you're to me, drawing
0: the cards at the beginning hmm. of the game yes. before the uh, yes. for your first turn, you're Absolutely. talking specifically. Yes, for the first right? turn, all. that's very yeah. really Events develops. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Huh? That's actually a fair point. I wonder if that's something that the designers intentionally did, or if that's something I haven't seen any discussion about that. The fact that you know, should you be able for your first turn draw cards? Before after. your first turn, but yeah. after people's yeah. actions, I, I came. For to instance, that. the first like,
2: time that I played this game, it was taught to me by one of the local GMT group guys, mm-hmm. and that's how we actually did play. Like you didn't have to, in that very first turn, you didn't have to pick your cards until it was your turn.
0: And we did that in our learning game because otherwise you're like, oh, well, okay, yeah, if I'm third, I see two people, I see what, oh, that now it makes sense, especially in a learning game. You see what's doable. Yeah.
3: yeah. I would only ever modify that for the first turn, if then, because it really, I mean, so in our example, I had three yellow, right? We had talked about opening moves and I said, I'm going to try something. And I'm gonna build an improvement. And then oh, and I'm the event so card increase the cost, right? right? Now I rolled a seven right. as I did, I think yeah. Yeah, every, <laughs> almost every <laughs> right. turn. Yeah. Well that and I 12, changed right. it, right? Um, so that was fine. But it, it is something to consider if you go last.
0: And Jason says, Heavy Cardboard does it
3: again. Another live playthrough, which
0: adds a game to the future buy list. Awesome to watch today. Thanks, guys. You know, our job here, and I think you guys, we've said this numerous times, our job is not to sell the game. Our job is to show it in a real world environment what it's like Mm -hmm. in our game group. Now, obviously, we're more often than not going to feature games that we enjoy, but show it what it's like and let you make your own decision and better
4: informed decision
0: yeah hopefully. either side of that everybody's happy both us both the designers and the publishers because you don't end up buying a game that you're not going to enjoy right exactly. everybody's happy so all right so um do you guys want to give a rating i'm curious it's three plays in yeah okay so go for it team uh, so we rate on a one to six scale so one light it on fire a six hall of fame game yep. and somewhere in between yeah. no halves
2: yeah i don't i i'm ready to uh Let's talk about my trending rating, hmm. right? Because okay, I'm, I'm not ready to like say, oh, oh, this is a X, right, or right. an N in this case, right? Um, but it's it, this is certainly at least a four. Um, it could definitely be trending to a five if I continue to have this much fun playing this game.
4: Okay, okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and wade into the waters. Uh, to me, this <laughs> is a five, potentially trending up. Okay. Um, Mm. And the reason for that, I want to get some more plays in to see uh, see the balance uh, and see how much depth of play there is after repeated play. Mm. Um, The uh, yeah, I mean the the combination of the political aspects of the war and a like you said a very rapid um, combat resolution is is welcome in the in the genre Mm -hmm. yeah um for me it's a it's a
3: solid four i mean uh i it's it's a great game i will play it anytime it's right on the table um uh i i like i really like um kind of analyzing the opening moves kind of chess you know right it matters yeah it really does it it, it matters on what cards are going to come back right i'm going to buy a card and because there's four cards i get to use it Mm -hmm. potentially right so um so super good and um uh you know, um I'll bring my own dice next time. <laughs> Good uh, suggestion.
0: For for me, um I, I feel like it's a pretty solid five. Mm-hmm. Um I really enjoy uh that combat is not the determining thing. Like sure. it's not the focus of the game. Uh, it's ma- one
4: of the three legs. It on is which you, it must, you yeah. have the
0: political, you have the, 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 the combat and you have the deck building, mm-hmm. I feel like in this. And I really For a guy who burned out on Magic the Gathering back in the day and Dominion, um, I'm not super on board. I I don't love deck building. However, I think it's a really clever use of deck building within a Euro hybrid. It's real deck building. It is.
3: You have so much say in in what cards you use. totally you know there's, so. there's no and 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 i don't want to give the impression because we're, we're joking about the dice hmm. uh, again the luck factor in this game um even as as bad a bloody nose as i took I, you know
0: you still I, finished second yeah, it, yeah i did
3: fine right. um and and honestly these are opportunities like as so, far as the
0: crisis track you're talking, yeah, because, yeah because because
3: that's you know point. i was going military and my plan the reason why i was fighting the nomads so much is because that's points sure. you know um, I just wish I had the military cards at the very end to uh, to to get some more. Yeah, cool.
0: All right, so thank you everybody for joining us, both live and after the fact. We really really appreciate it. Especially, I mean, we're looking at four hours, ten minutes or so for the stream. I um, think with
4: experienced players, this would play in two hours. So I, plus, I think yeah,
0: two to two and a half hours. I think is is reasonable. Big thank you to our sponsor, BoardGameTables.com. If you're in the market for a customized, one-of-a-kind board game table, go check them out, BoardGameTables.com. All right. I don't know what else we could have done better than that had we recorded it separately. So let us know what you all thought about the us just giving you all the post-game thoughts yeah. on that. I think that summed it up really well. And you get four points of view instead of just our two on mm-hmm. a game like that. So, I especially having just played the game, it's I think that fresh was pretty cool. And
1: yeah, yeah. And it also gives those that aren't familiar with our playthrough videos an idea of. What we do after the game, every yeah, single Yeah, in the post-game
0: roundtable discussion, we pretty much that pretty much is exactly what it's like mm-hmm. in at the end of every game. Now, maybe not that long,
1: maybe not that in depth, but we definitely there's not a playthrough that we don't do one of those.
0: Right. So, if that sounds interesting to you and you haven't checked out the playthrough videos, check them out.
1: Mm-hmm. They're always linked in the show notes.
0: All right. So that's all we got for y'all this week. Uh, I'm going to now go lay down and watch some football. All right. And you're going to go edit, I guess. And then we'll have uh, a Brenner, right? Breakfast for dinner. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. All right. We'll catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Just dawned on me that we didn't even mention in no caboose? Where, yeah where the name of the game comes from
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: everybody that starts in the game or whoever the priority deal or the first player the actor the president whatever it is right um, investor sure that the, the first player you're certainly not the president <laughs> <laughs> whoever's the first player has a card that says no caboose it's a small card just like the decks of cards that you're drafting when the the dealer passes his cards, he has to pass the no caboose card because that goes to the last player in turn order to show how many passes have happened. And the fact that if you forget to pass the no caboose, whoever notices it can call out no caboose and that player now has to give you a share of stock.
2: That's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God bless them Very much like a mass market. like.
0: Back in the day Back game. The right? day yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: think somebody mentioned sorry when we heard that rule, right? Yeah, right, yeah.
0: Or Uno.
3: Yes, uh, yes. Draw two.
0: Yes, yeah. Same, same idea, and same we, concept. We probably
3: forgot to talk about it because as soon as we read that, we said, we're not doing we're, that. We're, we we go. Have, yeah. the,
0: that has no place in a modern board game. Sorry. It, at, for what this game claims to be, it has no Correct. place in a game like that.